0: Katan, Mishnah Bet, second Mishnah in the third chapter and the final chapter of Mesuchet Moed Katan. Okay, we're in the middle of discussing things that you're not allowed to do on Chol because you should have done them before Chol The last Mishnah we learned, we talked about Giluach, shaving. And I'm um, just as a reminder, okay, we the Bartuner said that you can't do, you can't shave on Chol if you didn't because the wanted to encourage you to shave before. The same rule is true. For washing your clothes, for for washing. Okay, So we'll soon see that washing on Cholam uh is also prohibited. We're not going to see because the reason is that the same reason. We don't want you to say, oh, I'll just wash my clothes on Cholam because it's a Zarach So therefore, Chazal came and they asked, they prohibited washing of clothes on Cholam except for the following specific reason. It says the Mishnah, the following people can wash their clothing on Cholam Similar to the last Mishnah, someone who came from overseas, and as we learned in the last Mishnah, he went for a business reason, or for a specific need, not for vacation, and he came back without enough time to wash his clothes. Or he was in captivity. And like we learned in the last Mishnah, someone who got out of prison. Or someone who had taken nidu, or who was someone who was, I'm sorry, was excommunicated, and he also... He has to show signs of Avelut, so he can't wash his clothes. And the Chachamim gave him a heter; that he was permitted. They removed his excommunication. V'chen, Similarly, someone who asked the chacham and he was permitted, i.e., he took a neder. okay? Uh, he, as about the to says, He took a neder not to wash his clothes. V'nish'a he asked Okay, also, so all of those people are similar to the people we listed in the first Mishnah. Now, there are other examples of cases where you might need to wash clothes, i.e., what clothes can become dirty. It's not like haircuts and shaving. You know, how much hair grows between before Yontav and after Yontav. But clothes and garments can become dirty. So, there what the Mishnah says. <laughs> okay, hand towels. People use hand towels. And so, they, they didn't have a gazillion. It's not like us today, where we have a million linens. Rather, they use, these were the napkins that they used at meals. You wipe your mouth, they like the meals they ate with their hands. And they would eat with their hands, and then they would, you know, wipe their hands off. And so, they, they, if you ever use a napkin like that, imagine how dirty they became. Or mitpachot hasaparim, mitpachot hasaparim, mitpachot are cloths. Saparim. It's, it's really interesting. If you have, it's interesting if you have without vowels. The sapar, if you look, read it like that, it means it means barbers, and that's how the Bartunura understands it. It's the clothing that you give to the, the barber puts on the on the, the guy getting a haircut to catch the hair. He says, so the haircut guy, if you never know anybody who does a barber's, for it's like their busiest time of the year. It's crazy. So I guess he's using all these cloths, and then like you know he'll clean them. He'll just leave them for, for you know after Yom to clean them because he doesn't have time. So he says, some guy comes, and he says, listen, I was in Avelu, I was, I, was, uh, I, was, uh, I was overseas, can you give me a haircut? The guy says, I don't have any towels. So the people that come that are permitted in Mishnah Aleph, in Mishnah, he has to wash, he has to wash his clothes, he has to wash his, uh, his, uh, his towels. So he's allowed to wash the towels because it's a need. It's a little interesting, though, because I guess in the, if you say it's taparim, like, you know, if you ever got a haircut, how dirty does the thing get? Really, how dirty does a, does a towel get? You know, how terrible is that? Some say the, the, the Kahati quotes other opinions. He says it's mitpachot sofrim. Sofrim are, are scribes that they taught, and they had these. You know, when they taught at night, they would have wax. Not wax candles. They would fat and oils, and they would, they would use the mitpachot to to, to, to to clean up the oils. That's one position. Others say it's mitpachot hasfarim. It's the mitpachot that they would have. They would cover over sefer, sefer Torah. They would have a cloth to cover it over. Okay, they wanted it, and if it got dirty. Okay, you can, uh, you, can, you can wash it any time because it's a need for the Sifrei Torah. Anyway, so that's one, three possibilities. Saparim, barbers. Soparim, scribes, teachers. Or Svarim Sifrei Torah, books. hasfag. hasfag. People came out of the bathhouse. Okay, there was like, a, you know, the spa. And they heard I would have towels. Or Zavim, people who have emissions, obviously, their clothes become dirty. Someone, a woman who's a nida, who's menstruating, by people, a woman who gave birth, there's emissions for for a while. Any who was tamay and now it's where he has to take his clothes to the wash, i.e., the mikvah. So these people are permitted to wash their clothes. Everyone else is asur. So we learn from this mishnah, we learn that there are many cases. There are cases in cases of need that is permitted for one to do wash on yom tov. So normally on cholamayim we don't do wash, and it's asur, but. If you if you run out of clothes and you have guests on the first day, I know many uh, rabbis you will know, permit if you have guests on the, on the first days and they use up all your sheets and you have guests the last days. It's not like you didn't do the laundry before. Nonetheless, you should do you, 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 because you did the laundry before, you used it all up. In that case, the the rabbis will permit the use of the laundry, cleaning of the laundry on Kol But of course, this is a mission here, not a halachas year. If you have questions, ask your rabbi. We'll stop here and dedicate our learning to of my father, Rabbi Yisroch Kalman. Have a good day.